people have heard me say this before, we turn closets into classrooms trying to make it work. But in doing that, you lose a lot of the synergy that you can have by putting like programs together. Like I was talking about earlier, the second floor of the ACE Center that we're built, the expansion that we're building will be all the health and medical related programs. So it's almost like, once again, you go back to that, I'm shopping my, for my future. I walk by a nurse aid program every day as I'm on my way to the vet science program, but then I think, wow, I really kind of like what I saw back there. Yeah. So you're able to see, expose, feel, learn, touch, everything when we talk about how do you find what you love. Perfect career is what you love doing, what someone's gonna pay you for, and what you're good at. So we're trying to make sure all those things, all those options are available. And when you look at how we've changed how we recruit for students, all the way down to the elementary school level, we start talking about career pathways. So with this additional space, we'll be able to serve more students, we'll be able to add new programs that don't, some of the programs we're talking about adding don't, don't even exist yet. We are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and I am flying solo. Mike took the day off on me, guys. First podcast, and he took it off. He took the day off on me, but that's okay. I'll be able to fly this plane and hopefully land it by myself. <laughs> Happy New Year 2023 in full swing. First episode, as I mentioned, of Enrico CTE Now. And we have guests here for your listening pleasure, as always. But first, I got to remind you, check us out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube, all at the handle Henrico CTE. HenricoCTE.com for more information on all the courses we offer your student here inside of Henrico County. And you can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, uh, which is very popular these days, especially amongst the CarPlay community, Apple CarPlay community, and many other podcast platforms. Just search Henrico CTE now and give us a listen. Leave a comment, five-star review, say, Rashawn, you sound awesome. Um, that is an obligation. <laughs> but today, today joining us here inside of the CTE conference room playing the home game today, we have with us Henrico County Public Schools Director of Facilities, Susan Moore, Workforce and Career Development Specialist, Beverly Cock, and Director of the, of the Department of Workforce and Career Development, Mac Baton. Last year, big year for CTE. A lot of stuff happened, a lot of stuff continuously happening right now in the world of career and technical education. Matt, can you give us an overview of, um, we have a lot of construction projects going on. Can you give us an overview of the projects going on uh, concerning the ACE centers? Well, as far as the And ACE, adult education. And adult, okay, yeah. I'm glad you added that yeah, second piece in, in there. We're excited that we are now doubling the capacity of the number of students we'll be able to serve in the ACE centers with expansions and renovations of our existing buildings. So it's a complete redo of all of our programs and it's really given us an opportunity to refocus these programs to better serve our students. Now for the adult education world, we are really rebranding how we go about teaching adult ed. In the past, the purpose of adult ed was basically to work towards a GED or your English as a second language opportunity to help so you could move forward and get an education. But with that, 
you're really afterwards, you're just kind of left there. So we wanted to turn this into an environment that our adults were comfortable and also that we were selling them something. And so we rented some space at Regency Square Mall. It's a different learning environment, but as they're there, they'll be able to see opportunities for their future careers. And basically, they're shopping for their future career. Been out to the mall a couple of times, and if you follow us on social media, you see footage of all kinds of work going on. And most of that work's being done, a lot of that work being done by students, but also with the help of facilities as well. So tell me how they're involved, Susan. How are they involved in helping Enrico CTE uh, expand? From the Regency Project, we are helping out our plumbers are actually doing all of the plumbing work to install two new new men's and a new women's bathroom. And that includes everything from cutting the concrete to lay new plumbing piping to filling that concrete back in and installing all of the plumbing pieces. We've had our painters come out and assist Mac and the Henrico County Sheriff's Department and the jail inmates that are on the work release program. They've come out and painted and our painters help out with that as far as advising on prep and what needs to be done for the painting process. We are cleaning. We've done a lot of cleaning over there. I myself was out there few uh, Saturdays prior to this before the legislative breakfast, just trying to make sure everything was ready to go and the carpets in the middle of the uh, common space were cleaned. So pretty much whatever we can, what assistance we can offer, we do try and help out CTE as, as part of our team. Yeah, and you mentioned that carpet being clean. I remember that carpet being roped off, and they were like, hey, don't step on no stuff. And I didn't. I did not step on the carpet. Thank you so very you much. you can give me a golden star <laughs> for not stepping on the carpet. But we're talking about renovating uh, existing spaces uh, when we're talking about the ACE centers, and then also we're talking about Regency Mall. What are some things that you guys have to consider when it comes to renovating a space for education, talking about the mall, that wasn't necessarily built with education in mind at first? There are a number of code compliance issues that we had to review. We actually brought in our annual contract consultants, mostly architects, and had them work with us. Ironically, with Regency being adult education, that falls under a business use group in the code. Really? Yes, it does. While any K-12 classroom, anything 18 and under that's actually K-12, falls under an education use group. And there are some very different nuances, aren't there, Mac? Yep. (laughs) Between those two use groups, so we had to make sure we complied with the use groups. We had to make sure we complied with the plumbing fixtures. There's a certain fixture count that you have to meet in adding those, all of those classrooms and the potential number of people that we would be putting in that space. And it's not too terribly different from the renovation process that we're doing at Hermitage as well as Highland Springs ACE Centers. We have to take a building that's 50 or more years old and try and bring it into current code standards, which is sometimes n- no small feat. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, you're talking about Hermitage. I, and both of those schools, I've been here for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, So they've been around in the county for quite some time. Mac expansions on the ACE centers, renovation of adult education center. How will these changes, Mac and, and Bev, I want you to chime in on this as well. How do you guys see these changes benefiting the department? Actually, Regency being our adult education center is a game changer for the county as well as the region. Um, we also have eight 
of our school systems that are involved in this in a regional manner. But for the county itself, Regency sits on the bus line. And also the demographics have changed through the years in the Regency area. So you have a lot of people that live in that area that may be interested in career switching or learning a second language learning English, also getting their GED, but really looking for something better, a new career perhaps. So they can either use the bus line to get out to Regency or their walkability factor is in there too. There are apartments that are being, actually they already have some people in there, that are furnished and they're still building some. Yeah, um, the rise at Regency. Yeah, the rise. That's right. (laughs) Um, So it's a game changer for the county in that more people will be able to come and appreciate and be a part of adult education, but also for that person who wants to make that change or who may not have enjoyed regular public education, this time they're going to the mall. As Max said, you're going to your mall to shop for your future. And that's very different than walking into another institutionalized school building and getting the the willies when you walk in. Instead, you can drop off your child at daycare, you can get dinner, you can pick up your groceries, you know, you can do a lot of different things there while you are improving yourself. And it sounds like it's really becoming a part of a larger community space that will end up serving the community, which I'm actually ha- happy to hear about that as well. Mac, is that correct? Yeah, and if I could add to that, I think another piece of far as serving the county goes, I'm going to take it on multiple levels, even to the part with Susan sitting here with us. You know, we're self-serving with this as well. We've provided students an opportunity to learn commercial trades construction mm-hmm. in a way that we've never been able to do it before. So our students are getting firsthand knowledge. So now when you multiply that out, these students will then go out into the workforce as skilled tradesmen, which is going to help build Henrico County on that level, as well as the adults who will be educated and, and have these opportunities exposed to them in the future. So what we're really trying to do, it's, it's multiple levels of filling that pipeline. If everyone in the county is working and successful, the county benefits. This is a game changer, not only for the adults, but it's also a game changer because we're proving a model that our students are able to help as we build out Henrico County and that they will be valuable employees for Henrico County in the future as well. So mentioning the students, a huge part of what we do here, and they've been able to get uh, some residential experience via the house building project, but now getting that commercial experience, Susan, I want to bring you in on this. How important is getting that commercial experience at a young age to maybe someone looking to break into it really any of the skilled trades that you work with on a daily basis it's very important some folks tend to think building is building and it, there's some very significant differences between residential style building versus commercial style building in framing the walls i think the kids found a, a very valuable lesson in framing the walls because they attempted to frame it out like they do in some homes where they'll actually frame the the wall on the floor and then lift the wall up. Well, you can't do that with cold form steel framing. It just doesn't steel framing it handles differently than wood does. So, so they just something a very little different tip. Um, but yes, it was a very valuable lesson where they got to see, hey, here's why you don't do it that way or why you do do something that way because 
materials are different and you have to work with the materials that you have. So this is a huge opportunity for kids to get exposure to the commercial world. And for some tradesmen, the commercial world is where they'll probably have a few more opportunities than they may have in the residential building world. Either way, they're going to come out with a lot of good experience. Yeah, and just not to throw shade at the residential world exactly. at all, because you can certainly find <laughs> success in that form of building. But on the topic of businesses, uh, Mac or Bev, either one of you guys can answer this. Businesses are going to be involved in Regency, and I know they've been involved in coming out and speaking with the students. Talk about how, going a little, little bit more in depth on that, how are the businesses, our business friends, our friends in the business community involved in teaching our students as they work through commercial construction? For starters, we are, as Susan pointed out, our teachers are not trained in the, while they've worked in the commercial field. This is a huge job. And to take this on from a K-12 world, we would be years getting this finished out. But working with their business partners, we're able to meet the tight deadlines that we're up against. But some of the areas we have no expertise in, for instance, the fire protection, the sprinkler systems, you have to be licensed and, and trained to do that, which our, our people are not. So we've had the opportunity to work with the Association of Fire Protection, and they were actually sending their professionals in to come in and teach our students skills that we would never have the opportunity to even expose them to. Now, they love it because they're getting a chance to get literally wet our students' appetites <laughs> uh, about that, yeah, with, with this profession. And so this it, it's like a learning laboratory for the businesses to come in and teach. The people that are helping with our construction framing out, they're in there teaching the tricks of the trade, but they're also watching our students to say, that's a young man I want to hire. How's Heating Air Construction is working with us to do the duct work? We can learn the part of putting in the ducts. We're not, don't have the experience to lay out the system. So they're coming in teaching our students, why do you size a duct a certain way? Or how do you step down the trunk line so that one part of the building's not freezing and one part's not you know, burning up? So it, it's truly a, it's a win-win for everybody. The businesses see this as an opportunity to build their future employee bank mm -hmm. of people to pull from. And for us, it's an opportunity to teach skills that we'd never have an opportunity to teach our students. Awesome. Beth, did you want to weigh in on this? Yes. You, okay. I was thinking of F. Richard Wilton, who has been phenomenal to work with our students you and our, show too. Our, our staff. Yes, yes, they <laughs> did a great job. But they've been phenomenal to work with our students as well as our staff and have really expedited this project along. So we're really appreciative of them. But it's funny when you go out there and you talk with the foreman and such, they they have already chosen which students they want to follow up with and get their interviews and perhaps hire them for signing day. So they're getting first dibs, if you will. <laughs> by working with us, and I think they enjoy that piece. And also they like being around the young people. Being around the young people helps us to keep our minds open and laugh, and, and we learn from each other. So that's been a wonderful win-win situation, I think. Yeah, and really is a win for everybody, Mac. I think you alluded to it earlier in the podcast. It seems like it's just good for so many different groups across the county where we're talking about adults or we're talking about students in general and 
just just the whole community can benefit from this. If I can add also a huge shout out to Henrico County Building Inspections. Mm-hmm. We right. have partnered with them, Mac and myself, as well as Bowman Bowles and, and all of his inspectors over there. And of course, Greg Revels for, for being so kind as to, to work with us on that. And the kids have gotten the opportunity to see what the construction inspectors do mm-hmm. what do they look for what do they what can they approve what can they not approve it, it's been a real and the why of what they can approve it mm-hmm. really brings the right. code the We're not building just telling code you no life. just for no just yeah. for any old reason it takes the mystery out of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it changes the mindset of how they view the building inspectors as well as a resource versus someone to come in and tell them they did it wrong so mm-hmm. it, that's a whole different mindset so you kind of healing up and and uh, the relationship between the future of construction <laughs> with mm-hmm. the current construction leaders. And I think that it's that's presented as a team approach versus an adversarial approach. Is that really something that people have to deal with on, on the work site that people sometimes see inspectors as the enemy when they come in? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. so. And let's not forget, they also need more building inspectors. True. So that's they true. also are one of our business partners that are, are talking to the students and, and perhaps picking out some or just following up with them, but opening up eyes to new possibilities, which is the main thing we do here in career and technical education, is is just to open up possibilities. Yep, career exposure is the name of the game when it comes yep. to career and technical education. Uh, on the topic of career exposure, commercial construction, this Regency project obviously has a date. It's going to be finished at some point. So, <laughs> very soon. So, how will, will students in the, in the future get that commercial construction experience from the new A centers. Oh, I'll let Susan tee that up. <laughs> the wonderful thing about our expansion at Hermitage High School is we are building about 76,000 square foot building directly south of the existing Hermitage High School. The entire top floor of that building will just be what we call shell space. So it will be exterior walls, floor, and ceiling or roof. And it will give Mac and the kids at CTE an opportunity to finish out all of those spaces on the second floor. So they'll be able to occupy the first floor. And then as a year-to-year project, they can decide which spaces they're going to tackle next. And the kids will actually finish out the second floor of that space. And in that space, now, once again, this is going to provide what we've done with Regencies providing the I guess the game plan or the the lesson plan of how this will work in the future, because it is going to need, we're going to have to involve business partners. We're going to have to involve building inspections. But at the end of the day, once again, this whole upstairs, we're able to now envision a new way of teaching. And at the end, when it's said and done, this is going to be like you're walking into a hospital. It's all the health and medical programs are going to be housed on the second level of this. So we're able to design this space the way we see the vision and and able to really do this and work through all those pieces. When you think about what we're able to accomplish, and I'm just going to say it, we'll, we'll save money, but it's not about saving money. It's about the education that we'll be able to provide in this opportunity. I just keep coming back to 
far reaching. This this project is far reaching. You're touching so many folks uh, with these students, whether it's the students on to the business leaders. So let's talk more about the A centers. Then why did why was there even a need for an A center expansion? And also, uh, what kind of new programs? I know there's supposed to be some new programs coming through. <laughs> we had a motorsports episode uh, with a test driver from Goodwill. Um, not Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> They'll touch year. drive cars. Good year. Good year. <laughs> Other good, wrong good. Good yeah. year. <laughs> but it was good. But it was good. We had a good one. And we, we talked a little bit about motorsports as well. But what are some of the new programs and what will we see different from the A centers as, uh, as the expansions come? Well, first, let me tell you why, why the need for the expansion's been there. We, for years, we've had a, a large number of students applying to the A centers and they were not able to get into the program just because we didn't have the space. Now, because of this, we, and people have heard me say this before, we turned closets into classrooms trying to make it work. But in doing that, you lose a lot of the synergy that you can have by putting like programs together. Like I was talking about earlier, the second floor of the ACE Center that we're built, the expansion that we're building will be all the health and medical related programs. So it's almost like, once again, you go back to that, I'm shopping my, for my future. I walk by a nurse aid program every day as I'm on my way to the vet science program, but then I think, wow, I really kind of like what I saw back there. Yeah. So you're able to see, expose, feel, learn, touch, everything when we talk about how do you find what you love. Perfect career is what you love doing, what someone's gonna pay you for, and what you're good at. So we're trying to make sure all those things, all those options are available. And when you look at how we've changed how we recruit for students, all the way down to the elementary school level, we start talking about career pathways. So with this additional space, we'll be able to serve more students, we'll be able to add new programs that don't, some of the programs we're talking about adding don't, don't even exist yet. One of them I'm really excited about, and people have heard me say this before, is the senior daycare. <laughs> to my knowledge, we will be the first school system that actually has our students running a senior daycare program. Now, very selfishly, from a school system's perspective, we have teachers, have aging parents that have to make choices. Do I stay at home and take care of my parent? Do I put them in a nursing home? We're providing another option that hopefully will allow us to keep those teachers in the classrooms longer. But at the same time, we're providing the opportunity for our students to learn those skills. Now, there's a third reason, but I'll leave that one out for right now because that one's very <laughs> selfish on my part. Well, I'm, I was kind of waiting on the third reason, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at it, we're looking at things like cybersecurity, motorsports, as you mentioned, physical therapy respiratory therapy, food science, dietetics, all these programs that as we look at a silver tsunami of our workforce that we're going to need to serve. I mean, nowadays, it's not always about being the doctor. It's about all the support services around that health and medical field. That's 100% correct. And I, I believe that, that 100% myself. There's a lot that goes into different careers, different career pathways. We also getting a new TV and media class, which mm -hmm. I'm excited about to see what kind of students come through there. And they're actually going to be putting on live events if things work out the way they should. And I just love that we are always looking to actually give students real world exposure and real world experience. So uh, final question, guys, do you, do you guys believe that career technical education is more important than ever? 2023, brand new year. 
is career and technical education more important than ever? I personally think it's always been important. Absolutely. I mean, um, Mac had alluded to the silver tsunami. So you have a lot of people that are retiring or will be close to retiring. Baby boomers on up. So there are a lot of opportunities out there for young people to learn trades and skills and to really work with their hands and to find something that they enjoy doing. There's so many different opportunities and jobs. And I think that's our job in career and technical education, as we've said, is to expose young people to those opportunities. We say here, probably weekly, you don't know what you don't know when it comes to careers. And so we take that very seriously to start exposing students in elementary school to the different pathways to these 17 career clusters so that they can kind of start painting broad brushstrokes of things that they're interested in and then kind of guide them into a direction to see what they're interested in. As Mac was saying, you you walk by one program, you may not like bits and pieces of it, but then you decide you're interested in another way. So sometimes you learn what you don't like as well as what (laughs) you do like. Yeah, that's a very important part uh, of the process Mm -hmm. because... you know, I thought and I took a lot of marketing classes when I went to Henrico High School. Spoiler, I went to Henrico County Public Schools. Yay. And then I went to college, went to the Reginald F. Lewis School like of Business Warriors. for Marketing. Yeah, go Warriors, that's right. <laughs> went to the Reginald F. Lewis School of Business, found out nah, you know, I didn't really like marketing as that's much right. as I liked the, the mass comm side of things. So uh, career and technical education put me on the right path. I just ended up being in the communication side as opposed to directly on the marketing side. And, and Susan, what about you? Why is career and technical education, do you think, more important than ever? Oh, There's so many paths to a career out there these days. And from a bricks and mortar person standpoint, the silver tsunami, over 50% of the construction workforce is 55 or above. They're aging out. Construction industry has known for quite some time that we were facing some very significant labor shortages. We just don't have the young people coming into the industry as quickly as we have the older people walking away or retiring, whatever the case may be. To have these exposures and to have the kids have options, and it doesn't even have to be one or the other. There's a lot of students out there who want to go to college for maybe a building-related field, but during the summers and breaks, they can work in the construction industry to learn the technical side of what they might be studying in the books in the college. We hear it all the time with project managers maybe going to like Virginia Tech and then come back to work in the summer with their hands. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And nothing teaches like the real world experiences. <laughs> yeah. You learn a lot from what you mess up yeah, you versus uh, what, what you put together right the first time. So I just think it, it's so incredible. And I, speaking from personal experience, I have twin boys. I had one go the college route. I had one go the trade route. So I saw it firsthand and I saw what those differences could be. And I think it's so important to teach our young people that a trade route is, is a good job, and it's solid work, and it's every much as a career as a doctor or a lawyer or you know somebody that's coming out of a four-year degree or above in the education world. So I, I think it's very, very important these days. And, and it can be just as lucrative. It depends on how mm-hmm. far you want to take it and how much you want to study, how many certifications you want to get behind your name. Now, Mac. The question. Well, I could easily go ditto. <laughs> Everything I said. I mean, that was. I mean, they, that was perfect. All those answers. 
But I go back to, I think it was on our first episode that we ever did. I started talking about. And I the, think you're sitting in the same chair, too. That's, oh, that's scary. And it is. Uh, just a little the, bit. The threes when you graduate. We want all of our students to graduate with a purpose. We want them to be enrolled, enlisted, and or employed. CTE is about that. It's given those students that exposure to all of those opportunities. And as just as the lady said, it's about exposure and opportunities. At the end of the day, it's not about an either or. It's about what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? How do I want to get there? And it's not a choice whether we work or not. It's the choice of how we get to that pathway. And it may be go straight to the world of work. It may be go to college, then to the world of work. It may be a combination of that. It may be go into the military to get the skill set to then come back and get your college education to do. It's more important than ever because CTE is, is that equalizer for all students. Coming off of this thing called COVID, we found out that, you know, there are certain jobs that are going to be out there and they're going to exist and going to grow. We're training students for that. We found out that there's some jobs that you can do sitting at home working on a computer, coding and stuff like that. We train students for that. There is not a job out there that you can name that I cannot tie to CTE in some form or fashion. So my answer to the question is, why would it not be a good thing to learn what you can do and what you should be doing and where you're comfortable doing those things? Uh, hey, 100% agree. And obviously, because I host this podcast on a biweekly basis, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I couldn't agree more. Guys, thank you guys so much uh, for being on Henrico CTE Now. Listening audience, before I let you go, I got to remind you about social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube, all at the handle Henrico CTE. HenricoCTE.com for more information on the courses we offer your student and also a great way to stay up to date on the changes uh, coming through Henrico County for career and technical education. And uh, you can also find the podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Pocket Cast, and many other podcast platforms. Just search Henrico CTE Now. That's Henrico CTE Now. And uh, give it a listen. And uh, just don't take our word for it. If you listen to our guests from the past episodes, they'll t- tell you and uh, give you examples of how important career and technical education is to the wider community. All right, guys, that's it for us. From the folks here at Career Technical Education, Henrico CTE Now, uh, we'll see you next time. So long, everyone.